0: Hello, everyone. This is Jeremy, your host on That We'll Preach. Got a thought for you. Let's get started. All right, to all you youth pastors, listen up. Get your note, pen, your paper. This one's for you. Ask your young people, have they ever played the game of marbles? You and I know they all have played Xbox, PlayStation, gaming on their computers or on their phone. But no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about good old marbles. And I'm gonna say most of them, no. I don't know, some of you youth pastors may not have played the game of marbles yourself. (laughs) And if not, I suggest go down to the dollar store and buy you some, because you're gonna wanna understand the concept of what I'm saying today. So let me explain it to you right quick. The game of marbles is made of a circle. I think it's around two feet in diameter. And you put the small marbles in the center, actually, in the shape of a cross. So if you're playing with your opponent, and he might have he might have a cat eyes, and you might have swirls, you might have solids, he might have swirls. So you have to have two different types of marbles. And so all the little ones go in the middle. And the ones in the middle, the small ones, are called peewees. Now on the outside is the bigger ones, the ones you're holding your thumb, and you flick it inside the circle, and you're, doing, tr- you're trying to do two things. Number one, scatter the peewees. Number two, knock them outside the circle. Here's the catch. The driver cannot come inside the circle. If your hand comes inside the circle, well, then you lose. So here's the deal. When children would play this game, there was a question every single time. And the question was this, are we playing for fun, or are we playing for keeps? And that let the opponent know how serious they was going to play the game. So if I put down all my pretty blue cat eyes, and you put down your collection of red swirls, if I like my red swirls, or I like my cat eyes, not I'm just playing for fun. Well at the end of the game, I'm taking all the mine that I started with, and you take yours. And we just go our separate ways saying that I was better than you or you were better than me. But if they answered, no, we're playing for keeps. That means it changes everything. It changes everything because if I knock out your cat eyes, it goes in my pocket. If you knock out my swirl, it goes in your pocket. And so the seriousness of the game was played according to how you answered the question whether we're playing for fun Or we're playing for keeps. I think you see the point. This is a very good example to use in a youth setting. I have preached this at numerous youth rallies across our organization. For you see, we are the small marbles in the middle in the shape of a cross. The circle on the outside represents the kingdom of God and the church, the big ones, the drivers, represent the devil. And what he does is he flicks in temptation into the church, into the kingdom for two reasons. Number one, to break up the unity and to scatter the church. And number two, to knock you out. And I can assure you this much, he is not playing for fun. He is playing for keeps. But here's what we have to understand. You have to relate to those young people. He's not the only one in this game. Not that living for God's a game, but they'll understand what you're saying. Because you see, the Bible says, Does not the shepherd leave the ninety and nine peewees in the middle and goes out and gets that one lost sheep? So if you have a young person that is sitting there and they've already yielded to temptation, they've already been knocked out, and they feel like they're no good. But guess what? The shepherd will go out there and get that one lost sheep and bring him back in. He plays for keeps too. I don't know about you. But that a preach.